Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, a basketball-themed board game that is more fun than anything on your stupid phone. Want to connect for real one-on-one with a human being? Then sit down to a game of Hoopsters, the only board game with all of the excitement of basketball. You can finish a game in 15 minutes, but I bet you'll play more than just one game. Hoopsters is a slam dunk. Head to hoopsters.store to learn more. I just dunked on you, coach! (laughs) Didn't happen. We're going to do this in three, two, one. QBMOC. Holy cow! We got the NFL draft and our new appreciation for leather sectional couches and Roger Goodell's awkward behavior, plus anti-recommendations for you to avoid, along with unnecessarily complicated trivia and the one and only two-minute trill. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. This is Sports Monday! Nice. Nice. Wow, welcome back to Sports Wednesday Sports Talk for the medium fan. Not so much sports talk anymore, but we're keeping the name because we already got a logo. That's how that works. I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus. I'm your host. Joining me, as always, he said he had to cancel his tickle club for the sixth straight week. It's the coach, <laughs> basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good. That was so goddamn well placed. Yeah, thank you. And this other guy, yeah, he had to delay the show for seven minutes tonight. He didn't say why. That's a little mysterious. Seven minutes in heaven. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? Not too bad. Pretty nice out there tonight. It is. Weather is nice. nice. This is going to be a tight show. Zero editing. We're doing it for sure. But before we get into it, I want you to know you can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sports Singular Wednesday. About 1,400 fans uh, following us there, including at I don't know who I am. Oh, I love that guy. I love that guy. And, of course, over on the Instagram, 136 followers uh, over on Instagram where you won't see Maestro's recommendation from last week. Head to Instagram at Sports Wednesday to witness Maestro's complete disregard for the Instagram channel. But you'll see Coach. I'm focused on TikTok now. You'll you'll see Coach. This week on the Instagram, Coach will fill the bet. He does a little sun salutation. He recites a little haiku. It's a a short video that Maestro called the best content we've ever done. (laughs) It's true. true. The yoga was D minus, but the, the haiku is at least a C plus. Uh, C plus at Sports Wednesday. Nice work on that. Uh, good sound design, by the way, Coach. Just give you, you some props for that. I appreciate that. All right, man. Let's get right into it. We got a main bit tonight. It's gonna be great. Maestro, play it in. All right, Coach. We're handing it off to you for the main bit. This was your baby. What we got? Well, the NFL draft happened last week, and it was a weird draft because it happened all virtually. There was nobody in person, just Roger Goodell on a camera, walking up to the camera and saying, I'm Roger Goodell, and giving us these picks. And it was weird. Um, 
So I thought we'd take some time to think about it and talk about some interesting things. We did, we did uh, uh, get together, so to speak, virtually and watch it together, which was also weird, but fun. Um, little known fact about this draft, it is the most watched draft of all time. 55 nice. million people tuned in. Oh That's 35% more than last year, which is insane, which tells you a couple things. One, a lot of people had nothing going on. Or two, people need anything, anything that has to do with live, not replayed sports. And this gave them something for and, Two days uh, worth. And yeah. Coach, by the way, do you know the number one market with the highest rating for the draft? I don't. It was Columbus, Ohio with a 16.7 share, followed by Cleveland, Ohio, followed by Cincinnati, Ohio. Top three wow. were the three C's of Ohio. You just and, made that up. No, that's for real. And in part, it's because we love football. And in part, I think we're all wanting to see where Joe Burrow went. Oh, that had a huge effect. For the number yes. one pick. Yeah, so here's what I liked. I like that a everybody booed Roger Goodell as as always, mm-hmm. and but I don't know who thought having Roger Goodell try to interact with a screen full of fans behind him was a good idea. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> I mean, like I cannot come up with a worse idea than I thought about. It. I'm like, how could I make this draft worse? And I could not come up with anything worse than seeing Roger Goodell trying to interact with regular fans as though he's a human. No one likes you. He's, <laughs> yeah, his, his, his whole interaction. And I think there was like, um, at some point he was trying to make jokes with people. And like, he actually, a couple times, he actually was telling people and giving hints. If you paid attention when he was talking to the people on the screen, like who they who was about to get drafted. So he was like, he was not good at it. He was trying to be this friendly. It was awkward. It was weird. Um, but you know, you love Roger Goodell. How about you, Maestro? What's your hot take on that draft? So I, I I enjoyed the Zoom call. I thought it was pretty funny that we were, what was there, four or five of us, and we were watching it, and uh, we spent more time trying to sync up our different <laughs> telepaths. It's yeah. like, no, you're five seconds ahead. Let's, all right, you two pause for eight <laughs> seconds. No, uh, I was I was fascinated by, you know, the, uh, the ABC cast watching, you know, them watching like behind them. So like Herb Street had helmets. I'm like, why does he have an, yes. Uh, why does he have a, uh, Oregon helmet? helmet? Yeah. And then, and then, um, watching, um, what's his name from Michigan switch around his Howard. Uh, Des- yeah. Des- Desmond Howard switch around his, his vinyl LPs behind him. It was good was people great. watching. Mm-hmm. It was, I'll tell you, I usually like to see like the suits that the guys wear. And this time it was all about, their sectionals. It was what, oh. and everybody's because the giant leather sectional was absolutely the couch of top draft choices. Oh, the the amazing like how decked out they could be. Who had the great loungers? Who had the little places for your cups? Who had the place for the the remote controls? How big they were! And I think it was Maestro who said, "Well, these are big guys. They need these big sofas, but they all had like that nice curve, you know." And it was all yeah, it was very man cave quality. It was. Uh, Good, good stuff seeing those sofas. You know, an L draft brought to you by Big Sandy. <laughs> I got to say, you know, this is this is big time. This is big money, and kudos to the to the guys that got excited about it. You know, oh, yes. And some of those draft hot, top draft picks, man, it was like whatever. You know, okay. like even like Tua's family Tua's. It was like, what's going on? Like, they were just like, you're the fifth pick in the draft. You're a broken piece. 
of equipment, and you're still the fifth pick. Be excited. I was surprised yeah. Joe Burrow was just there with his mom and dad. I would have thought like all of Athens County would have been in that. Family. Oh, I'm sure they would have if he <laughs> let him. They could he could have been in the convo and they would have violated the the order and rushed the court. Oh, what, if, I, if I was Joe Burrow, I would have accepted from Tony's. <laughs> me too. That would be awesome. Do you think that there was like a chance Joe Burrow's like maybe the Bengals won't pick me? <laughs> Zero chance. Zero chance. Zero chance. Okay, let's talk about the hats because I'll tell you what. I know I wasn't. I was critical of the hats. Like you get drafted by a team, they seem to be. A very stiff black snapback hat with like the logo in puffy neon paint. I'm sure whoever planned these hats did not think what hats are going to appeal to 50 year old white guys in central Ohio. But not us. I could never, I could never wear one of those hats. If I put it on my head, I, it, it, I could not get away with them. I have to tell you that, like, throughout the, let's just say I'm an old man. So let's say that I've watched, let's say legitimately 30 NFL drafts. 30 of them. What? 30. 30 first rounds. Let's say I've watched the draft 30 times. All right, 30, all right, okay, 30. I have to tell you, I would never, ever, ever, ever wear any of the hats that those people put on their heads. They are the worst hats ever. They're the worst. I know they're not designing them for us, but holy crap. That was they're – the, they're awful, and this year was no exception. Bad. Bad hats. Okay. All right. So that's uh, th- that's the draft. Let's look here, guys. We predicted those first five rounds. Looks like we did pretty well. Coach, you got four out of five. Good work there. Which one did you miss? I missed the uh, Giants pick. I had li- I had Simmons going, Isaiah Simmons, and they took Andrew Thomas from Georgia. I see. Tackle. Meister also missed that. He predicted Wilford Brimley in that spot. Mm. Meister goes two out of five. Uh, Dobbins. We both thought we both thought that Detroit might trade down. That did not happen. Nope. They went ahead and picked uh, the highest state safety and BMOC with two out of five. So that brings us out of the draft and into the scoreboard update. Scoreboard update. Scoreboard update. Scoreboard update. Scoreboard update. Yeah. So two weeks of scoreboard now. We've got uh, our top five draft picks and then the Chinese Professional Baseball League picks of the week before. I don't know who's checking these numbers. It says Maestro's 13 out of 12. Coach is 5 out of 12. <laughs> Wait a second, B- what? BMOC 69 out of 12. Oh. Getting that joke in there. but I'm Well like, played. So if I have this correctly, Coach, you went one of six with Chinese professional baseball. I certainly correct? did, yes, yes. So you've recovered now. You are five of 12. Hey, I'm in the ballgame. I'm just ahead of you at six of 12, and as usual, in first place. It's just fucking boring anymore. It's always in first place. Mm-hmm. It's always good. Eight out of 12, the maestro. Woo! Nice work, maestro. He's in shooting distance. You, f- you feeling good about that, maestro? Sorry, what was you talking about? Well, okay. yeah, that, that, that was my that was my winner riff. That's right. Such He's eight out of twelve. We don't uh, we don't have things to pick this week because sports continues to be uh, not on. Once again, table tennis. I don't know why you are not on TV twenty four seven right now. Somebody explain it to me. Table tennis is refusing to meet its moment. This would be their moment. 
Hey, coach, That's I got it. a question. I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said you watched the draft 30 times. Let's just say 30 times. 30 times. Since do you I've always been. watch like from home or do you go out? Would you go no, out I've always, I, at a friend's house? Or? No, I've, I've watched it. I've never gone out for it. I've always just watched it at home. I mean, from college, we would watch it. That was an event to drink. It was just another reason to drink. And then since then, I'm always intrigued with the first round. That's all I watch. Like when I say I watch the draft, I don't give a crap about after the first first round. After the first round, you can do whatever you want. I'll just check the the funny papers later. But I usually watch the first round. Uh, Coach has been watching it since it was called the NFL Collegiate Player Selection Meeting. God, I loved it when they had that name. It was such a great Back time. in 1964, it took half an hour. <laughs> so, all right, I think that wraps up our scoreboard update. Scoreboard update, scoreboard update, scoreboard update, yeah. <laughs> Sounding awesome. And Maestro, I just I'll put a bug in your ear. Coach and I, before the show, we're speculating on whether or not you're going to invite us to sing along on some of the stingers again. It's up to you. It's you are the music. You're the fault. musical director. Maybe we should take a week off. What do you think? Oh. I don't know, man. That was so much fun last week. <laughs> All right. Hey, what is We're next? doing something different tonight. We're doing anti-recommendations. We were recommending Whoa. shit since the quarantine started. We're all like, watch, uh, watch Miracle and play cars with your kids and <laughs> big grid. Yeah. And uh, this week, I was like, okay, we've all ended up either watching something or consuming something or eating something that we're like, oh my god, we got to warn people away from this thing. So it's anti-recommendations. Woo! Woo! Maestro, Woo! we're gonna we're going to you first because your uh, your show sheet entry here is intriguing to me. What's your anti-recommendation <laughs> of the week? I love it. So I sort of kind of misread this, but I think it's still funny because. Um, Everybody's kind of like looking at this as an opportunity, you know, for a little self-improvement, you know, a little exercise and stay active. Let's eat a little better. Let's cook from home. Let's get some healthy foods. And uh, I've gone against that. I've gained six, seven pounds, um, getting heavy. I'm not exercising. And so that's my anti-rec. I'm just, I'm against the grain. I got to tell you, I have been following that anti-rec to the T. Either that or my wife is shrinking all my pants. One of those two things is true. I haven't even been wearing pants. What a pants. All right, coach, what is your anti-recommendation? Because yours is also uniquely vague. I made it right. Because mine, I feel very dirty only because... I, I made a statement. Oh, yeah. uh, Coach before, is feeling from, a little dirty. A little dirty. From a rant I made about a certain fast food place that was starting to serve breakfast, and I was pissed off that they stopped serving it exactly at 1030. So I swore that I would never eat, and that would be Wendy's, their Wendy's breakfast. I said I wouldn't eat their breakfast. They were out. They're dead to me. That's not entirely true because I was out during this <laughs> quarantine, and I drove. I was before ten thirty, and I was past to Wendy's. He's like, you know, I go, you know, I'm gonna give him a shot. So I went in. I didn't go in. Sorry. I drove through, got the breakfast, got three of their items, and I was open, open arms to what they had. And Jesus, it sucked. It people recommended it to me. They said, they said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Thank you, Journey. And then the it just was bad. So people were recommending saying the honey chicken biscuit was so good. It was so tasty. Yeah, that's that's it. Did you try it? Yes, and it sucked. It, the biscuit oh. was flaky. It was dry. The chicken was dry. It was all of it was bad. And I was so excited because people had not one but two, but three people had recommended it to me. I suggest you don't waste your time. Go to McDonald's, get something that's going to be solid and going to come through every time. All right. So to clarify, Coach, this is your second negative Wendy's breakfast recommendation. One, because of the timing. 1035 still means 1030 in my books. And you serve it till Uh 11. That's their downfall. And two, Uh the product was bad. It felt sloppy. It felt like they didn't even try. You're out. All right. And as you know, two two negatives make a positive. So Coach recommends Wendy's breakfast. (laughs) Go out and give it a try. Uh, let me just check one thing about your story, Coach, because I know you had sworn off after that I 1030 did. thing. You said, I'm never going to try them. Did. did you Did you do one of those, I'm never going to try them unless it's suddenly convenient for me to try them swearing offs? Yes, you didn't read the fine print because I definitely said yeah. that. Yeah, because that's like when I yell at the kids, you can't put plastic bags in the recycling, and they go, we know, Dad. But what they mean is we know, Dad, unless it's mildly inconvenient for us not to put it in there, in which we case don't. we'll put it in there. Correct. That's the same thing. I mean the same thing. Well, I'm glad you actually tried that that because I was going to try that sandwich just so that like I could be like, Coach, that sandwich is really good. It's going to be worth it for you to make up with Wendy's. And now I don't even have to do that. Now you don't have to. Hmm. I've done it for you. The Coach slamming hometown Wendy's breakfast. All right, sorry, fellas. Dave. You should be staying at home anyway, Coach. I was out. Yeah. I had to do a, a very important errand. And you're getting spoiled because your son's cooking for you every goddamn meal. Oh, Coach has a Coach has a kid who's a good cook, so we're all a little jealous. All right, guys, you know, BMOC, I have this sort of fallback plan in my life uh, when, you know, my whole professional career falls apart. I can go back to painting houses. I painted houses in college. Uh, I was good at it. Uh, And I do it in an old school way. And uh, I needed to paint the basement here during the quarantine. And uh, you guys know painting masonry. It sucks up the paint. It's a pain in the ass. Yes. So It's a paint paint in the ass. (laughs) Hey! So, so to paint my basement's probably it's probably eight eight to ten hours of work, and I finally broke down. I've never done this before, and I bought a paint sprayer. I'm like, mm. you know what? Oh, if, if I can do this in two hours, it's going to be worth it just for the six hours of life I get back. <laughs> I can see where this is going. Now, uh, I didn't buy a commercial quality paint sprayer, right? I bought kind of the top level prosumer one, and I'll tell you what. It is fine if you're painting drywall, but if you're painting masonry, it, it just does not have the power for it. So it all kind of came out splotchy, and I'm ending up having to do a second coat with a roller and a brush like I should have done the first time around. So I'm saying uh, if you're thinking a paint sprayer is going to help you paint your basement and it's not a, a pro-level paint sprayer, you're just kidding yourself. Don't, don't kid yourself. Don't kid yourself. But if you guys, you're guys painting a regular room, you guys need to borrow a paint sprayer. I'm your guy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Either of you guys have a paint sprayer? Mm-hmm. I I bought one. I have a Wagner at our, at our old house. Yeah, the Wagner one. And I, I, think I, used it, I think I used it twice, and then I never used it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't like, hold much. Like you got to keep refilling it too. It's got a small yeah. little little cup at the bottom, and yeah. it's all about That's, the dial up. How you dial it up? Yeah, and then the masking. You got to mask shit. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to mask it. It's like, you know, you think you're getting this time back, but you're spending that time masking shit. You're masking shit. Paint Fuck. sprayers. Fucking you know you know who would have said that was a that was a dumb move? Who? 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 Your dad. Your dad. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> You're like, I, I could have told you that. Yeah. I should know that. I was a freaking professional painter. I knew all I the know shit. That. That's embarrassing. You, know? you get the That's you em- get the bigger you get the bigger rollers. You know the spongier ones. Get yeah, because it goes one into one. the crevices and cracks. It's right in there. It gets right in there. Because that masonry is so dry, it takes but so it was much all, paint. It was all one of, and it's one of those you're spraying it, and I'm like, well, I better finish the whole thing, and then I'll let it dry and see how it, you know, see how it chalks up. Doesn't chalk up. Yep. Trying to cut yeah. corners, Brown. All right, so I believe we have a guest anti-recommender tonight. We do, and it's a good one. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. Hey, Sports Wednesday Nation. This is Eric Hopper, a friend of Coach and BMOCs back in our days at Ohio University. Hopper! I wanted to uh, (laughs) respond to a prompt of a non-recommendation now that we're in this quarantine, something that I wouldn't pass on to uh, any other people. And my answer came to me immediately. And it was anything my brother-in-law recommends. Uh, my brother-in-law, <laughs> like many of the listeners here, is like me, middle-aged, white guy, wife, two kids. I've got two daughters. He's got two daughters. Um, he and I have been all over this part of the country, mountain biking in California and Colorado and Show Utah off. and Arizona, uh, gone surfing with him, camping. Hanging around campfires, drinking beers and whiskeys. And- All right, Hop. Uh, show off. The second he recommends something, it's going to be crap. Uh, <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind, this is way back when, I don't know if any of you remember this, but he recommended Insult the Comic Dog. It was like, <laughs> the whole shtick was he would interview people and just be an absolute tool bag. Um, and just insulting and just absolutely crass. Um, that was the first red flag. And then the next thing I vividly remember was the movie Ted, uh, Marky Mark, and uh, Marky Mark, a talking teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "You got to be joking me with this one." Um, the third one, and I think this was the nail in the coffin, was the uh, the movie with Seth Rogen and James Franco. This is the end, and it just blew me away that they made such a movie um i live out here in colorado uh maybe maybe the colorado lifestyle helps in watching some of that stuff (laughs) um but i don't smoke eat drink any of the cannabis products we have out here maybe i should watch those things i don't even know but maybe you disagree um i'm sure there's people in the audience that think those movies were awesome just like my brother-in-law but i know as a non-recommendation anything that he recommends <laughs> I immediately Is this Hop or Russ Eisenstein? <laughs> but that's what I got for you. Um, luckily, I live out here in Colorado, so nobody can give me their opinion about how long <laughs> I'm of my picks. Um, but those are my choices for what I would not pass along as something uh, to spend your time on during quarantine. And there you go. There we go. Hopar's brother-in-law not steering him straight. Let's uh, let's just get one thing clear. Did when Hopar's describing his life. It he's literally an issue of Outside Magazine. He literally is. He's like wild ass mountain bike rides and surfing, surfing and whiskey around the campfire, and, and beer and whiskey. Yeah, good for him. I like to. I like to think someone we knew in college is living the dream, and it sounds like he is. He's living it. I gotta tell you though, his his suggestion though that the, that movie, this is the end. I like that movie. I'm sorry, I, I like that movie too. It's very funny. <laughs> 
you know I like, what? I, I like when Seth Rogen says CT crunch. I thought that was freaking hilarious. And that's fine. what I call it now. Yeah, but I, t- I tell you what, it was an okay movie, but like, I wouldn't recommend it to someone. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like, oh my God, you got to see this movie. No, you gotta I wouldn't. see this. You no. got to see it. But it, I saw it. I liked it. It was okay. It's okay. I liked it. It was funny. All right, that was decent. That was decent. Good to hear from Hopar yeah. out there. I'm sure they're going to shoot our they're going to shoot our Colorado numbers off the charts when this oh, they're going to explode. Yeah. Colorado, oh, yeah. baby. All right, those were our anti recommendations. Oh, you know what comes next? Guys, ready? We're all waiting. We're waiting for it. Ready? Thank you, Maestro. That made my week. Uh, I was a little flat, though. Did you guys hear that? A little no, pitchy? never. No, Ooh, I thought you were spot you're, on. You're good. You're good. You're good. Woo. All right. Uh, that was great. Maestro, did you know you're doing unnecessarily? Oh, shit. shit. Yeah. Because we got backups if you didn't know. No, I, I got it. That's what I was doing. Yeah. good. Yeah. All right. It's, it is super unnecessarily complicated. But... Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So. I'm sucking up the coach a little bit. It's going to be baseball related. Baseball You know, they always say, or at least in the modern era, that uh, former catchers make great managers. Yep. Have you heard that, coach? Oh, several times. Yeah, I've heard that a bunch of times. So I dug into that a little bit. I was thinking about somebody said skipper the, the other day, and I was like, I love that they call MLB managers skippers. I, I do too. Anyway. So anyway, so, yep. so I, I picked six uh, modern era managers that were former catchers. Okay. And I want you guys to put them in the order of highest winning percentage. Oh, Ooh, all right. They're managing right, right now. Uh, well, no, they're modern era. Most of okay. them are actually still out there, but there might be one or two that are retired. Okay. But they're. I wanted to pick guys that you knew that you guys. Okay. I a couple of them I, I don't even know that I know, but I, they all their names all look familiar to me. So okay. Six guys. You guys ready to write them down? Do it. I'm ready. Yep. All right. Mike Sosha. Yep. Joe Madden. Yep. AJ Hinch. Yep. I know he's a bad guy now. He's yep. a bad guy now. He's a bad, he's a bad guy, guy now. Uh, Joe Girardi. Girardi. Uh, yeah. Mike Matheny. Yeah, Matheny. And Bruce, you guys are going to have to help me with this. Bochi? Bochi. 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 Yeah, he's, it, he was at San Francisco. Oh, all yep. these guys are good. God, yeah, these are right. Okay. Catchers make great. All right, our coach, we're working together, correct? Yeah, so highest yeah, winning percentage? Yep. Yeah. Mm. I got to say Girardi. Girardi's got to be up there in the top. Let's just say he's – Or Bruce? Socha. Socha did it forever, though. He had some bad seasons, so I'd say yeah, he's yeah. – Matheny won a, at least one World Series, right? We talking about Pat Matheny? <laughs> Wait, I think I, got a, I think I got a Pat Matheny riff. Hold on. Joe Madden. Joe Madden, but he did the Cubs and Tampa Bay. Mm. Oh, All right, so Coach, just give me your gut. What do you think number one is? 
Number one's Girardi. All right. What's number two? Number I'm going to say Hinch. Number two is Hinch. I'm going to say three is... Bochi. Bochi. Yeah. Four, Madden. Yeah. No, four, Matheny. Five, yeah. uh, five, Madden, and six, Sosha, I think. Okay. Wait. One, Girardi. Two, Hinch. Three, Bochi. Four, Matheny. Five, Madden. Six, Sosha. There's only one I would switch. Might be Matheny and Madden, but... Or Matheny and Bochi, but... Let's that go feels good. That. Let's let's right. submit those and have Maestro tell us how we did. Okay, okay. how's that sound? Sounds okay. good. Okay, I'm a Maestro. I am pressing submit. Boop. So, how many did we get right? Just give us you a number. You got officially none right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> kind of baseball guys okay, are so, we? So we got to think. AJ Hinch hasn't been the manager of Houston for that long, and they've been good. So maybe he's number yeah. one. Okay. So let's go number one there. Joe mm-hmm. Madden hasn't been a manager as long as anybody else. Maybe he is two because he did Tampa Bay and the Cubs, and they were both good. Two. Let's go three, Matheny. Four, Bochi. No. You, you can't You can't put Girardi at five. No. Girardi's got to be, be higher. He's got to be two or three, right? Or four? You think he's let's ahead put, of Matheny? Let's put him at four. All right. He's four. Five, Bochi. Oh, wait, Sosha wasn't six. Yeah, so five's got to be Sosha and six has to be Bochi. Let's go with that. How many did we get right? All right, hold on. So two was uh, Madden? Yes. All right, so now you've got one right. Any more? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you, had, you had Hinch, you had Hinch, Matheny, or Hinch, Madden, Matheny. Matheny, Girardi. Girardi was four. All right, you have three right. All right, so... Can you tell us which three? Yeah. So Hinch was right. He's number one. Hinch? Uh, Sosha and Bochi were were right at five. So we got the bottom level. So now basically we have Matheny, Madden, and Girardi. Yep. Ooh. Yep. 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 So Madden's not two. Is Girardi two? God, he won a lot of games. He was good. Let's say two. Two, let's go three Madden, four Mathieu. Yeah. Uh, none of those are right. Ah! You got them all wrong. You, you're, you're, on the, you're on the right track. You're on the right track with Hinch. So he hasn't been around that long. So who else hasn't been around that yeah. long? Yeah, so wait. So Girardi's got to be three because we put him at two and four already. Yeah, so yeah. he's three. So, Which means uh, Madden, Madden's got to be one. That puts Madden at two. No, Hinch is one. Oh, you already two. said Madden. You already had Madden at two. Yeah, so Madden's got to be four, and Matheny's got to be two. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Nice. There you go. That was UCT. I loved it. We worked that out clue style. So I got two more. Mm. uh, So as I was was pulling this list together, I got two more questions for you. Oh, I love it. A couple follow-ups. Love it. Yeah, a little follow-up. So the next one is, out of all those guys, who has the most World Series wins? Girardi. No, no, I'm not talking about as a player. I'm talking about as a manager. Most World Series championships? As, a, man- as a manager. Well, Girardi's won three, right? Mm. Oh, Bochi. Yeah, Bochi. Bochi does. Nice. Has three World Series wins. Girardi only has one. Oh, that's right. He only has one because Tori won the other ones. Yeah. So my next question for you is who has won a um, uh, World Series 
as a manager and as a player. There's two guys. Two of them. So Girardi, 1-1, one, one, mm-hmm. that's one. And then the other one to Sosha. win one is Mike Sosha. Yep. There you go. Good man. job, guys. Good job. Woo! Noise. Good job. Noise. What was that? What? That well, segment. What did we just do? Guys ready? Yeah. I'm going to play the riff, and then you guys can jump in. We'll jump in, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that is something. You know, I feel bad for our our pre-recorded trivia stinger that just goes trivia because we're never going to use it again. Never. Why would we? Trivia. Oh man. Holy cow, we are cruising right along, fellas. Do you know what it's time for? Two-minute drill. That's right, the two-minute drill. Coach, tell us how it works. We got two minutes. We all go twice. We all get 20 seconds. We get to talk about anything we want, sports or whatever. We usually go over. All righty. And we're going to go Coach Maestro BMOC tonight. Okay. Guys got that? Hold up, yeah. Let me get ready. All right, Coach, the two-minute drill starts now. Red Sox and Astros, they play baseball. Baseball season's not happening. They've both been punished. They both have their consequences. But is there going to be a season? They've already said even if there's not a season, their consequences count for this year. To me, that's absolute crap. They're getting it easy. Cheaters never win, but they won this time. Time, Maestro. KJ Hill in the seventh round? Are you kidding me? Okay, I sound a little bit homer, but come on. He was a four-year starter at Ohio State. Six off-time receiver. uh, Dependable, reliable punt returner. 20 TDs in his career. Come on. Seventh round? I'd take him in the first round. Time. Uh, Earlier tonight, uh, I was on a call. It doesn't matter what it was about, but I thought it would be a good idea to hit myself over the head with a baking sheet. And I did that, but I forgot I had my reading glasses on top of my head. And man, it killed! Jesus Christ, for the love of God, if you're hitting yourself over the head with a baking sheet, take your goddamn reading glasses off first. Time, coach! Well, the NFL draft came and went, and one of our beloved Bobcats didn't get drafted, and that's Nathan Rourke. He's the QB, strong quarterback, but just wasn't good enough to get drafted. But guess what? Thursday is another good day for him because Thursday is the CFL draft. Yes, that's the Canadian Football League, and he is a Canadian. So Canadian's native son, Nathan Rourke. Come on, baby. Go number one. You're going to be sorry, Sorry. NFL. That's what it's all about. All right, time, Maestro. All right, so quarantine, two-minute drill. I got to tell you guys, uh, I've really enjoyed sipping sipping beers and sipping booze during this quarantine. Anytime the weather is somewhat decent, I just want to go drinking. I don't know if anybody else feels it, but I like it. I do. I do. Time! <laughs> you know, back when the quarantine started and we all ran out and bought a shit ton of groceries, they bought all this Gatorade, and I like put it in the garage. I'm like... Nobody drinks this in case we get sick. We're going to need this. We're going to need this if we get the coronavirus. And now we're just drinking the Gatorade. Time! (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, oh we no, went way over. I think Coach spent two minutes on uh, on his just alone. No, I was good. We, Exactly. We did go over. We did go over. I'll give you guys that. We're going to take your bids right now. We're doing closest to the pin today. I'm going to say two minutes, 19 seconds. Ooh. I'm going to go a little under than that. I'm going to go 212. 212. Whew. It was close, but we went 221. Coach gets it. Yeah. And in a sneaker, he is the MVP of this episode. Yes. Managed to hook us up with an anti-recommendation on short notice. Uh, he uh, he knew a little bit about baseball, and of course, he's feeling bad because he's canceled Tickle Club six weeks in a row. So, Coach, <laughs> congratulations for being our MVP. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very good. And that wraps up the two-minute drill, Maestro. Two-minute drill. Wow. Wow, I love it. Guys, I asked for a tight show with minimal editing tonight, and you've totally delivered. Is there anything else before we wrap this sucker up? No. We got, we got I want to encourage everybody to keep exercising and dieting through this quarantine time. <laughs> it's good to stay healthy. Uh, as Coach says, just do it. Just do it. Do something, anything. Just, just stay active. I'm hey, going uh, to go get a Twinkie. Hey, Maestro. Let me ask you. So uh, last week, Coach did a pep talk. Did it get you out to exercise at all? Actually, it did. Did it? Yeah. I've What'd you do? Run, I've been running and riding my bike, but just not enough. Not enough. Okay. He just doesn't make a big deal about it. He doesn't have to broadcast it to the world. That's right. That's right. So I uh, I walked two miles yesterday, Coach, and I walked two miles today. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Mm-hmm. It's yep. mostly uh, yes, sir. me pacing around my office wondering about my career. <laughs> That's still two miles, but it but it counts. Oh, it counts. So that all was right. up, uphill all the, the whole time. That's Holy a line driving books, as they say. A, a, apologies, I did not know this is Petey. Did we have him? really? Sorry, Pat Metheny was on the line. <laughs> oh, Pat! Petey has been booking a lot of musicians lately. Tell him we'll we'll try and get him in next week, Petey. That's all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next. And on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everyone. Good times. Good times. Like the NBA, that was fantastic. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs>